Hello beautiful people and welcome back to episode number five of On Our Way to Brighter Days. Today's episode topic is depression and this is a very very serious topic. It's a very difficult topic to talk about and before I get into it I just want to say right up front that I'm nowhere qualified to help someone with depression, tell you if you have depression or anything like that. I'm just trying to use my podcast to the best ability to educate people and to help people support others with depression. I have done a lot of research on this. I wrote a TED talk about mental health last year, which included talking about the different types of depression and the symptoms of depression and suicidal thoughts. If you or anyone in your life are struggling with suicidal thoughts, please reach out to a trusted adult um, call suicide prevention hotline. They are here for you. You are not alone. You need to be on this earth. You belong on this earth. It is not your time to go. If you believe or someone is telling you that they are going to act on their suicidal thoughts or telling you that they have suicidal thoughts, please reach out to a trusted adult and call the police. Um, you can never be too safe and it is very, very scary knowing someone dealing with those thoughts. So please just be safe and be smart about the way that you're dealing with these um, situations. So there's a lot of confusion about what depression really is. This word is thrown around a lot and a lot of people use it just to describe when they're feeling sad. Um, But clinical depression is a mental health disorder characterized by persistently depressed mood or loss of interest in activities, causing significant impairment in everyday life. It affects how you feel, think, and behave. It can lead to a variety of emotional and physical problems. Depression is more than just an emotion. Depression can also be... um, Depression can also be trouble concentrating and making decisions. It can be negative thoughts. It can be sleeping too little or sleeping too much. It can be irritability and restlessness. It can be loss of interest. It can be overeating or undereating. It can be empty feelings, anxiety, and a depth depth of despair. It's lacking motivation. It's suicidal, suicidal intent and thoughts. So many people with depression don't face what they're dealing with, so it gets worse and worse and worse. So many people with depression become numb because they desensitize their own suffering. No matter what you're dealing with, whether you're dealing with depression or you're dealing with sadness or you're dealing with a life-changing event, you have to face what is going on to recover and to heal and to grow as a person. To protect, to protect people when, you, when they experience only negative emotions constantly, they're shutting them off. Shutting them off becomes the only option that they can think of especially after nothing seems to work. So many people, like I just said, desensitize, but also just push them away completely and don't even think that they're there anymore because nothing else seems to work to get through them. So instead of continuing to try or getting the help that they need or reaching out to, for someone as support, they push them away completely and act like nothing is going on. Finding depression while upholding responsibilities, like everyone else, is physically, mentally, and emotionally exhausting. People with depression become so drained that they're unable to feel anything. Depression puts a force field between the person and pleasure. It's an illness that prevents people from experiencing any joy in little things that they used to love. You can't just snap out of depression. It's something that you have to deal with. You have to find a way to treat your depression because depression never goes away but it gets better and it gets easier and you find things that work for you to make it easier. 
a lot of people struggle with depression and don't really know it. Some hidden traits of depression could be that you're highly perfectionist with a constant critical inner voice of intense shame. You demonstrate a heightened or excessive sense of responsibility. You have a difficulty accepting or expressing painful emotions. You worry a great deal and avoid situations where control is impossible, which is something that a lot of people struggle with. That's why a lot of people have fallen into depression who have been diagnosed with depression because of COVID. They've become out of control because they no longer have control on the situation, on their life, on school, on sports, or on anything like that. They intensely focus on tasks using accomplishment as a way to feel valuable. Everyone is starting to feel alone and starting to feel like they're, they don't matter. They have no value in this world. So big accomplishments while focusing on something really, really hard gives them something to feel like they're useful and that they are valued in this world. They have an active and sincere concern about the well-being of others while allowing few of any in- people into their inner world. This is something actually I struggle with a lot over the past eight months is I've constantly worried about everyone else and kind of pushed away the fact that I was dealing with some pretty heavy stuff and I didn't know why so I just thought that no one really needed to know what kind of things I was dealing with such as not being able to get a bed out of bed and crying every single night myself to sleep and crying multiple times during the day, not doing my schoolwork to my best ability and not seeing a brighter day in many, many years, just feeling like it would never, ever get better. You discount or dismiss the hurt or abuse from past or present. So many people with trauma just dismiss it. It doesn't matter, right? It does matter. It matters actually a lot. If you deal with trauma, it's important to reach out for help and to get either the medication, the therapy, or to find what works for you to deal with that trauma, to make it so it's not hard to live everyday life. Um, you hold a strong belief in counting your blessings as well as the foundation of well-being. You have an emotional difficulty in personal relationships, but demonstrate significant professional success. That kind of just means like you have trouble with being like intimate with a person, not like in a sexual way, but like intimate with sharing vulnerable feelings and sharing a connection with someone. But you can be professional with anyone all day long because they're not seeing the real you. Um... Having anxiety and depression is like being scared and tired all at the same time. It's a fear of failure, but no urge to be productive. It's wanting friends, but hating socializing. It's wanting to be alone, but not wanting to be lonely. It's caring about everything, then caring about nothing. It's feeling everything at once and then feeling numb. Depression, there are so many different types, and it's really difficult to see people just kind of base it all off of one word there's major depression um there's bipolar disorder there's psychotic depression there's atypical depression and there's so many different more it's if you feel like you're struggling with depression it's important to do your research and to reach out to a doctor reach out to a trusted adult to see what is really going on and to see if you do need to find something to make it easier to live everyday life and make it easier to be alone without these thoughts getting in your head. 
there are so many different ways to deal with depression or to deal with anxiety without reaching out for help if you don't feel comfortable with that. And the number one I suggest is to just have a support friend. That if you're feeling anxious or you're feeling like you're falling into a depression depressive episode, it's important to have someone right there with you. Or just to have someone right there to know that you're not to know that you're not doing okay and that know that someone is there and you're not going to be alone through it. Um never give up on someone with a mental illness is probably the best thing I can best advice I can give um to someone when they're trying to support someone with depression or any other mental illness because when the I is replaced with we illness becomes wellness dealing with anxiety every single day it's really really nice to know that I have certain people in my life who will never give up on me no matter how much I feel like I'm being a burden on them or no matter how much I feel like I'm annoying them I know that they're never going to go anywhere nine techniques to cope with sadness and depression are honestly kind of distracting yourself until it doesn't feel like a distraction anymore eliminate the negative internal the internal negative talk remember the good times close your eyes and picture yourself happy and in the moment remember the times where looking in a mirror wasn't your worst fear because you're beautiful and the life that you're creating is beautiful stop talking negative to yourself because once again treat yourself like someone you love you're literally going to be with yourself forever so don't don't hate on the only person you have Set goals for yourself because they make you feel like one, like you're being like you're accomplishing something, it, even if it's getting out of bed or making your bed or drinking water or taking a shower. Talk to others about how you feel. Just letting someone know that you're not doing okay, letting someone know about the thoughts going through your head, is honestly very very important when struggling with um a mental disorder. Remember your good qualities. You have to love something about yourself, whether it's something that you did when you were three years old or something you're doing now, something about the way you look or the way you talk or something that you do. Look for look toward the future and try and stop dwelling on the past. Feel what you have to feel, but don't let it consume your life. Do something that makes you feel better. Find, find something that makes you happy and fill your time with learning that or fill your time with doing that. Hang out with friends and family. No matter what, you are never, ever, ever alone. So whether that means FaceTiming a friend, going to see them, going to talk to a teacher after school, or hanging out with your family. I don't know your situation, but I can promise that someone in your life loves you. And if you don't feel like that, I love you. So I guess you're wrong. (laughs) Find a hobby. They can be a great distractor from the things that are depressing you, but don't completely push it away. Find a hobby that makes you feel like you're expressing your emotions in a positive way. Keep searching for the colors when everything else turns gray. This kind of just means don't ever lose hope because the grass is green on the other side. No matter what you're dealing with or how you're feeling or how long it's been going on, I can almost promise you that it actually does get better. Life isn't about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning how to dance in the rain. Even when life feels like you're drowning, when it feels like it's never going to get better, you're never going to like just get rid of all of your problems. There's always going to be obstacles in life. That's what life's all about. It's just a test. See who, see who gets through it all. See who's the strongest one to make it through. 
It's about learning how to deal with these obstacles and deal with your problems and learning how to continue to live your life. Not happily, but yeah, kind of happily. Live your life the best version of yourself. Live your life the way you want to live your life. Helping with someone with depression can be very, very hard and it can be stressful and it can be you're constantly worrying that you're doing something wrong. So there are a few tips that I few tips that I can give you. Actively listen to them. Talk to someone and engage in the conversation. Ask them questions. Tell them that you they're not alone. Tell them that you it sucks. Like, yeah, that sucks. I'm sorry. Like, I'm here to help you get through it. Show empathy with your body language. So whether that means nod your head and smile, move closer to them, it makes them feel like you are listening and will encourage them to continue. Ask questions, but don't assume don't assume that you know what the, what's going on with them. And make eye contact. No one wants to talk to someone who's looking another way. Educate yourself. So if you have a loved one, a friend, a sibling, or a boyfriend or girlfriend, or a significant other, educate your, who's dealing with depression, educate yourself on what they're going through. Don't only take what they're telling you that they're going through, but also look it up. It takes one simple search. Look it up, educate yourself, and educate ways that you can help them. Look up symptoms of depression, causes of depression, treatments for depression, and what is it like experiencing depression, and help them. When you're suffering from depression, even completing the most simple task can feel like running a marathon. So help them. Help them get out of bed. Do something and invite them to go with you. And so it makes it feel like they're not tackling the world by themselves. Help find them support. You have to listen to someone, but reaching out to a trusted adult or reaching out to maybe find them a therapist or to go see a doctor to figure out what's going on and how to help them get through it could really, really help someone because they don't. maybe they don't feel like they need that help. So to see someone else in their life look at their feelings and may, and know that they're important and to take action on that could really mean the world. Don't give un- unsolicited advice. Everyone says, oh, it's going to get better. You know, ask them, do you need a vent or would you like my advice? Because if someone is just talking to you, they probably don't always want your advice. And I'm kind of guilty of that. I like to always speak my mind. I kind of get that from my dad. We've talked about that before. But it's also important to ask them because maybe they do want your advice. But you also have to understand that sometimes they just really need to let what's been running through their head out. Everything happens for a reason. Everything will be okay. It's very cliche, but it is also true. When someone is talking to you about something as deep as depression, try and avoid these things. Not because they're not true, but... It almost seems fake and like you're not actually listening. It's not very helpful. And don't negotiate the feel- their feelings. Because, or like the worst thing is when someone's like, oh, it could be worse. Yeah, I know it could be worse, but what I'm dealing with is really, really tough for me. Like you have to understand that even if something could be worse, it doesn't make it not feel like the world is crashing in front of the person who's dealing with something. And if they are opening up to you about it, you cannot like, down like put down their feelings and put down their emotions like they're not that big of a deal um and don't like like I just said don't undermine their experience it's at least it's not like an example like at least it's not blank because they probably are already thinking that they probably feel like they're being a burden and they're 
over-exaggerating, but in all reality, they're not. Mental health disorders and experiences are not really comparable because everyone feels differently about different situations. Here are some do's instead of just the don'ts. Just listen and validate their feelings. Offer specific help because let me know if there's anything I can do. It's a really nice sentiment, but it often, oftentimes, oftentimes people feel like people won't feel comfortable with reaching out. So maybe like if you're going to the store that day and you live close to them, maybe ask them if there's anything that you can pick up for them. Or say that you want to have dinner and you'll bring it over. Ask them like what we, what night that week works the best. And maybe if they are struggling with feeling all alone, maybe say, oh, I'm coming over, want to watch a movie. Or maybe do tasks that you think that they could do if they had a little bit of a push and do them with them so that they can tackle it on their own a little bit later. Honestly, what I wanted to capture in this episode was different quotes and different um, different advice, I guess. Just talking about this, it's very, very hard because there's a lot of people who I know struggle with depression or have struggled with depression. And it's sad to see someone go through that. But if you're supporting someone with depression, it's really important to remember that it's nothing that you did. It's nothing that anyone else in their life did to make them feel that way. If someone's telling you that they feel all alone and feel like everyone hates you, you can't say like, oh, but I don't hate you. Because then you're kind of like not even like negotiating their feelings like, oh, you can only feel this way if I did something to you. But like no one wants to feel like they're hurting you while they're talking about what's hurting them. The biggest thing was like when I was struggling with whatever I was struggling with was I felt like I was going to hurt my parents if I told them that like I felt like sad all the time and I just felt unmotivated. I felt honestly like I was numb and I was in a cloud because I didn't want them to think it was their fault because it wasn't. They've given me a great life but it doesn't mean I can't feel like broken inside like I did. This episode was a little bit longer, but thank you for sticking around, and I hope this helped a little bit, whether it helped um, educate you or helped you understand how you could help someone when they're dealing with depression or helped you learn how to deal with your depression. My email is lindsaydisroberts at gmail.com if you have any questions, any comments, or you want a little bit more, such as journal prompts or more quotes or more advice. Um, my email is open and I will get back to you as soon as possible. I hope you guys have a great start to your week and come back next Monday for the sixth episode. Have a good day.